Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hour show to keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level? Vote with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the Fab Five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and greats. The 4 for 26, so the war in Kuwait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. What up, what up, what up, though? What's good, War Room family? You're once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports. Of course, on the War Room Sports Podcast Network, I'm one of your hosts. I'm Dev. I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brothers. Got B. Austin. Got Jimmy the Blueprint in the building. Um, Look, man, 13 weeks down in the NFL season, and COVID protocols are making the NBA season weirder than ever. So let's rap about it. It's time to sit back, relax, and bust it up again with your guys in the greatest man cave in the history of the earth. That is the War Room. You know you can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the By the Hood chat room. That's at blogtalkradio.com slash the War Room. Or you can join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number is 323-410-000. One, two. What up, fam? What's good? What's going on this week? Man, everything and nothing at all. It feels like the Arctic down here in Georgia. I'm not sure why it's this cold down here. Because, yeah, it's it's cause you know what it is, man. The end of the world is near, man. Everything is going on. They had a blizzard warning in Honolulu. Uh, you know, it's just what happens. You know what I'm saying? End of days. I'm pretty sure we'll live it out, but... I don't know about the next generation. In the day, so in basically, the day, our kids, our kids, about to die from a from the weather or from an asteroid. Uh, hey, either one. There's an asteroid about to about to scrape Earth too, but scraping Earth is like 45 million miles away from Earth. I don't know if it's about to, or if that happened already, but that was a story last week where there was an asteroid getting too close for comfort. Too close for comfort is still farther than the moon, so I think it's some, you know much to do about nothing. They just wanted to let us know that an asteroid was somewhere. Um, they just in other they just wanted to make science popular for a second, right? In other world-ending news, you know, uh, Jimmy's not with us yet, but he would feel the pain on this one. Um, yo, Chick Fil A in a couple of weeks is going to be closed for an entire weekend. <laughs> You know, they already closed on Sunday, but Christmas this year falls on a Saturday. So, you know, these Holy Rollers, they are not going to open up on Christmas like most fast food restaurants don't. But that's going to be a Saturday and a Sunday, that um, 25th and the 26th, that Chick-fil-A is going to be closed. Um, so it's going to be a lot of Chick-fil-A chicken fiends walking around here not being able to get a hit the whole Christmas weekend. Shout out to them. It's ridiculous. Um, they said this hasn't happened since 2010. So we're back in the mix now. Y'all can hold out for one weekend, um, hopefully. Hopefully. All right, but y'all know what it is, man. Before we get started, we have, just need to remind you that whether you're with us live or not, at any time on demand, you can still check out archived episodes of our show, The War Room, 
and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. You can do that on our website at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms out there. Um, we're pretty much on all of them, so there's never an excuse to miss an episode of The War Room, uh, The Tissue and the Tape, Hip Hop Podcast, uh, John Appetit with the Burtons, if you like to eat, On the Couch with the Wilsons, if you're in the TV and movies, uh, some more, some Philly sports shows, man, the, the Broad Street Line, that's a great one, uh, Superstars with Big E, Soup, and H. Um, there's a whole lot on the network, man, after further review with the mayor, to make sure that you're always caught up and you're always in the loop. All right, so hot topics, as usual, are brought to you by my bookie for you degenerate gamblers. Um, it's time for you to make some sports, some money, sports betting at my bookie. If you still haven't checked them out, then at this point, I think you're hating. But but that's just me. I don't know about you, B. I just think at this point you're hating, you know, because if you're betting somewhere else and your homies is telling you every week to bet with a service that they're down with, then you're just hating. But um, anyway, you can lay down some bread on the biggest games in sports by joining us and thousands of other online players, placing your bets at this website, mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get your bread. You get it fast. They even have in-game live betting, so you can place wages after games start. So join now, and mybookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, W-A-R-R-O-O-M, That'll activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's, you know, three easy steps as far as I'm concerned. All right, man, NFL news. Russell Wilson. There was a report that came out that said Russell Wilson reportedly would waive his no-trade clause for the New York Giants, the New Orleans Saints, and the Denver Broncos. Um, do you see any of these teams as a good fit for the services of one Russell Sierra Wilson? Um, Denver has a great defense, so that automatically, I believe, puts them in title contention. The Saints have a great defense. That automatically puts them in some level of playoff contention. And then one of these things is not like the others. I'll let you guess which one it is. <laughs> now, oh, the New you York said Mages. immediate title contention, though. But, it, like, is Russell Wilson that good that, you know, him showing up um, with a team with a decent, no, with, a, with gonna, a nice defense? Yeah, no, I was going to Because was even in Seattle when he, they had a great defense. He's not the same. Yeah, but, I, okay, I'm, I'm asking, guy. like, okay, he's not the same. But has he ever been that guy? that you can just throw in there. We Damn. know the success or the level of success that they sniffed in Seattle. Um, they, they got one Super Bowl out of it. But, like, as a passer, as a quarterback, has Russell Wilson ever carried a team, a successful team? Note that I say successful because back in the Legion of Doom days, he wasn't necessarily carrying a team. Russ got to the point where, you know, he was – kind of Mr. Do-It-All on offense, he showed flashes and looked great, but the team wasn't necessarily the same as it had been in years past when they right. gave him the keys. Shoot, he'd have two Super Bowls if they would have just handed the damn ball off to uh, Beast Mode, you know, in <laughs> that one game. So, no, I'm, you know, no, 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 so, nothing, so. but is he really that guy, even if he was no. the same, that could just show up and make these teams title contenders? So here's the, here's the thing, and, and here's where 
we get into what is an elite of the elite type of quarterback that that really he's that guy. So that's your top five. Russell Wilson, in my estimation, has never been top five. Has he been a top ten QB? Yeah, he's been a top ten. I equate Russell Wilson, now listen to me closely, he's not the same type of quarterback as Matt Stafford, but I think his impact is similar to a Matt Stafford at this juncture in his career. You put him on a good team, and he can get you some wins. Is he top five? Hell no. Is he top ten? Probably not. Is he top 15? Yeah, he's probably in your top 15, and so if you have other pieces surrounding him, I think he can he can be a difference maker for a playoff contender. He can be a serious difference maker for a playoff contender to transcend into a Super Bowl contender on his own, on his own, does he erase the deficiencies of other units on the team? Not at this stage of his career. And, and when I say that, I know you, you, you will understand that, Dev, but for our listening audience, Aaron Rodgers is so good that he makes you believe that his offensive line isn't trash. Like he's literally gotten guys' contracts. He gets guys in the Pro Bowl that ain't really shit. But because he's able to do amazing things, they get accolades based on him. I don't think – I don't think – no, I know Russell Wilson doesn't fit in that category now if he ever did. Tom Brady, similar. You know, those are the type of guys that I look at as being so good they cover over deficiencies. I don't think he covers over deficiencies, but if you give him a great defense, which both Denver and the Saints have, and you give him decent offensive weapons, I think he can manage you and make some decent throws and plays. I think he can manage you to a to a contender. Right. That's what I wanted I'm to comment on that um, the Matt Stafford comparison because I, I you know I know exactly what you're talking about. I just think at this point with Matt Stafford even at this point in his career, it's like we think we know like okay the Rams got Matt Matt Stafford that's a step up from Jared Goff so boom the Rams. They're going for it. But at the same time, what the Rams have already done, at this point, you're not going to be able to measure Matt Stafford until the end of it all. Like, Matt Stafford and the Rams have to win a Super Bowl at this point because the truth of the matter is, whether you like him or not, whether you think he's trash or not, Jared Goff was the leader of this team when they had a Super Bowl appearance. So at this point – at least from what an L.A. Rams fan's perspective might be, is Super Bowl a bust at this point? Because they're looking at Stafford yeah, like, think, okay, everybody's talking is, about us yeah, an upgrade. Super Bowl offense is going to look a little sexier. But we went to the Super Bowl with the other bowl. So yeah, but that, we got to win it. That's, that's, almost lazy, that's almost lazy analysis. Because but that's why I said golf, from, a, from an L.A. Rams had, fan perspective, not from my mm-hmm. perspective. <laughs> You know how they oh, think. Okay. You know how fans yeah, golf, golf had a Todd Gurley when Todd Gurley was Todd Gurley, and that right. made a huge difference. Golf just, had, honestly, golf had Aaron, it, it, Aaron it, it, Donald when he was Aaron Donald years younger. Aaron you know Donald I'm not was, saying he still ain't Aaron violent, Donald. but he ain't what he was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There, a, there was a time. A there was a time after, uh, after the gentleman who used to be down in Houston where – I thought Aaron Donald took his spot, and I'm like, 
okay, he's my defensive player of the year pick every year until he proves me otherwise. I think that's starting to fade away now. You know what I'm saying? Like there's well, other cats is. that I think that could win it, and I think I picked somebody else to win it this year. But he had that Aaron Donald where we were like, show us something different, or this is the greatest defensive player in the game. So, yeah, he, it's yeah. always different context, different circumstances. It is, but as it far is. as let fans you, are concerned, let me ask you a question. it's Super Bowl or bust. Let me ask you a question because I feel like you've watched this ball more than I have and paid a little bit more attention. I don't want to just throw Derek Goff in the trash heap, which is what I do for the sake of humor and funniness, but is he really that bad? Like, is he good? They're never and, as and, bad as, you know, people try to make them out to be. Fans are emotional, so emotion right. takes part in everything that they say. No, I, I don't think he was that bad. I just think, I think, you know, for him, a lot of confidence issues. Like, he'd be scared to make certain throws at times, um, fearful of making the mistake maybe checking down too much in situations where he shouldn't be. Um, I think he's that kind of dude. He's that kind of dude on a team full of wow players. He didn't wow people. Mm -hmm. So his reputation is going to be trash because of that. Like, dude, you're on a team where they're stacked at every position. You need to be the number one pick. And and, and that's another thing where he was picked, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, expectations in an unreal, unrealistic place. So, so who I never better, Jared Goff or Baker? Jared Goff or Baker Mayfield? That's an interesting question because that's the thing. Like with Baker Mayfield, I think he's not as good as some people may have thought he was. But Baker Mayfield had a little more of the wow factor, the excitement type thing than, than Jared Goff did. Um, shoot. When it all comes down to it, I don't know. I really don't know. Because I'm also one, like, I don't Yo. think he's all that great, but I don't think Baker Mayfield's all that bad either. Um, people talk about, you know, the money these days. The money is what it is. Like, if you're up for a contract <laughs> at a certain time, he's, like, the money yo, is what it is. Yo, listeners, he's, he's talking about me. Because I'm judging these dudes based on no, how much they're I mean, getting paid. And... Not necessarily. I mean, <laughs> I know Tobias going to call in later. He he stayed talking about the money. Because um, he stayed talking like if he, was a, if he was a GM, I ain't paying this person this. I'm not paying this person that. And in today's world, you're going to fail as a GM because you're just not going to have anybody because you're not going to want to pay anybody. Can't you, can't you, can't you scout? Can't you scout young and new players and, and well, everything and being, especially in football. So you're going to have a young and new quarterback every two years. You're never going to, you're never going to get to your goal that way. You have no stability at the position. In basketball, eh, you might be able to get away with that a little more. In baseball, you can get away with Man, that. The, There's a the, ton the, of dudes in baseball that's you know, sitting around. Tried that for mm-hmm. 20 years. And was right, for 20 years, right. and they try right. not to pay nobody. Jim, how many times that. the Clippers had their whole young squad on the cover of like Slam or something talking about they the next up? And they didn't want to pay. It don't work that way. They didn't want to pay. You need some stability. You need some vets. But yeah, you 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 get a bunch of young dudes, and then when it's time to pay them, you they out. It's just not gonna work that way. So at some point, I mean, you're just gonna have to go with with the flow. Market value is market value. We we just got to realize. I mean, athletes have been overpaid since the beginning of the time. 
as far as I don't know the back, back in the 20s and 30s and 40s. I, let me let me finish as far as their importance in society as far as what they generate sports is one of the you know biggest industries out there so you got to pay the people that's making billions of dollars I mean, even though some of them really not contributing much to that. Like, I, there's a lot of Max dudes Yo. out there that nobody's tuning in to watch, but he's a part of the machine. <laughs> like, Yo, you can't, like, I, you'll I never say somebody this. like I know a you don't watch or football. Jordan or somebody didn't make their share because they're underpaid. But, you know, you get Michael Porter yeah. Jr., a Max contract, ain't nobody coming to see him play for real, for real, but he's a part of the machine. <laughs> what you about to say, B. Austin? Uh... What I was going to ask you is um, Jared Goff or Baker Mayfield. All right, you you can you, you pass the mic. I disagree. All right, so um, I disagree. Uh, our stat of the week. Can y'all hear me? Because B. Austin went out. I'll make sure y'all can hear me. Yeah, I can hear y'all. you. Okay. Nobody's answering. So can y'all not hear me? No, I can hear you. I said. I said. I said Neil I in the chat you. room. Can you hear me right now? Chat room, let me know. Oh, y'all saying did we lose everyone? Here we go. Yo, blog talk, sir. Here we go. All right. Everybody's saying they lost us. Jimmy, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm in I'm back in the building. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can y'all hear us in the chat room? Can y'all hear me? Scott, you're saying that they lost us. Somebody let us know if y'all can hear us. We're Jimmy. Oh, hurry up, chat room. I'm waiting on y'all. I guess they can't hear us because uh, nobody's saying nothing. Yo, can you hear me? I can hear you yeah, now, hear you. Jim. I don't know if everybody can hear us because in the chat room they say. I, I, I they heard lost you, Deb. I couldn't hear nothing. I couldn't hear nothing. Be awesome was asking me. I heard you. Yo, I was rocking, too. So I was just asking our brother Jimmy, Jared Goff or uh, Baker Mayfield. Oh, Jared Goff. And by the way, I do watch football. I watch football because I have a fan. Well, I'm about to stop now for my fan because I trusted a white running back, and I'd never do that again. But, um, you know. <laughs> okay. But, so, Tobias said he can still hear us. Um, Scott, so Jared, you went with Jared Goff, Goff, and you're talking to yourselves. Uh, but between, between those two? I, I need uh, an honest. I need an honest assessment. I don't need you to somehow uh, well, tie Baker Mayfield so back to back to Brett Favre because he reminds you of I Brett take, Favre. I would take um, Charlie back to with both of them. But with that being said, <laughs> I might. I don't know because golf is terrible, right? But but at the same time, it's like golf doesn't come with the hype that Mayfield does, and I think that's part of the problem. Part of the problem is Baker Mayfield comes with a lot of hype. So, yeah, and that's what I was telling him. Baker Mayfield had more of the excitement factor, the wow factor, but they're not too much. I, I, well, I was about to say they're not too much different. Baker Mayfield will take more chances than golf, and and that's the thing. That's where the excitement yes, comes from. Like he's not afraid to you know throw the ball downfield. Golf is real apprehensive about about a lot of things, and that's where Yo, he makes too much to money to be scared to too. throw the rock. <laughs> Baker Mayfield ain't afraid to throw the ball to the wrong team either. I about to say, but you, you say that, uh, B. Austin, but we talked about the team that Jared Goff ended up being on. So if you're a young guy, number one overall pick, and the expectations are all crazy, then you're on a team that's stacked like that. Like, 
you know, you could, I mean, he could get a little shook. You know what I mean? With the expectations. Because it's like, I'm the young guy in the building. You know what I'm saying? I got all of these pro bowlers and all pro dudes. I'm the number one pick. I'm the quarterback, so I'm getting all the attention. I can't go out here and fail these dudes because they got a Super Bowl team. And I don't want to be the one to mess that up. So, I don't know. True. I mean, they made the Super Bowl winning. So, Yeah, so it's just a crazy situation, um, and and I guess their career paths we could say are similar, but I just don't think they're looked at in the same manner. But Jim, do you think Baker Mayfield is a bum? Um, I'm not ready to call him. I'm not ready to call him a bum yet. I think he's on his way to bum them. But I, I'm not I, ready yeah. to call him a bum yet. <laughs> Check your uh, email, by the way, Jim. <laughs> okay. So not no no bummed him yeah, yet. I think he's on, his, he's on his way to bummed him, but he ain't, he ain't quite at bummed him I'm, yet. I'm I'm ready I'm ready to call him. I'm ready to send him to bummed him, but I acknowledge that it's a little bit biased because of the hype. Because he got a black man fired from a head coaching position. That's kind of why I'm there as opposed to real on field analysis. So, He's so probably again, not really you, a bum. So again, you're admitting that you you fanning out and you being emotional. <laughs> a little bit. We all get emotional at times. No, we don't. Just you. Emotions make you stand against. Emotions make stand against white supremacy. Well, Where's the bell? Against that. But... All right. So um, <laughs> our 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 stat of the week, man. Oh. I started a week. Y'all man, Tony Snell, does it again. He played 13 minutes in Wednesday's game versus the Warriors, and he failed to record a single stat. In 13 minutes, he had zero points, zero rebounds, zero assists, zero steals, and zero blocks. I ask you, gentlemen, Yo. because, you know, last year he had that weak stat where he was, a hundred percent from the, you know, whatever he was shooting, whatever that weirdo stat was, but he had only took like 12 shots or something like that the whole season. Um, I think he was in like the 100, the 90, 90, 100, some, some silly club that they were going to invent for him. Um, to somebody by who really doesn't play much, but I ask you guys, like, is Tony Snell, I don't remember because I don't see him is play Is Tony much Snell better anymore. than me? No. That's but it, no, is Tony me. Snell like some, you know, hellacious defender or, or something like that? Because what keeps Tony Snell on an NBA roster? Serious question. Yo, I'm going to break something down. As much hoops as I watch, even, I don't see him on the floor much. You're going you're gonna to be even worse. You're going to be even more mad. Jimmy, I know you you find yourself surfing YouTube. Like, when you watch YouTube now, you see all these NBA dudes, especially benchers, they'll put their workouts on YouTube. And the workouts look incredible. And we'd be like, yeah, you nah, can't do that. Tony again. Snell don't put his stuff I've on watched, YouTube. Nah. Don't ask me why. Nah. I've watched a Tony Snell workout, and Tony Snell is the Tony Snell of YouTube workout. Even his <laughs> YouTube workout. <laughs> Yo. Who is <laughs> Yo, <laughs> who would y'all say is the king Hold of the YouTube workouts? Ben Simmons? No, no, ben no, Simmons no. John Wall, 
John Wall is kicking. Ben, ben John Simmons, Wall is John Wall. Um, your man be having some YouTube workouts. Uh, John Wall is uh, like, like Mamba. Like Mamba up there. Like Mamba. So, and then there's this light-skinned boy that played for Brooklyn. This light-skinned boy played for judge, Brooklyn. He's from overseas. He's tough. If you judge Mike John Wall, James. off of YouTube, he's the best player in the league. Yeah, <laughs> I got to go. I do got to support Jimmy on that one. John Wall Yo, can yeah, crack be any of the top ten. John Wall will kill LeBron on YouTube. <laughs> Yo, Tony Snell, right? Tony Snell, and I'm I'm no longer calling him Tony Snell. I'm calling the boy Cardio Ellie because all he do is go out there and just do cardio. Run up and down and the court like, for 13 does, minutes. Right. You know, he does no rebounds, no assists, no points, no fouls. Like he just he Yo. just get his you know, his cardio. Yo, but y'all cardio saying Tony, y'all saying Tony that. Treadmill Snell. <laughs> y'all saying that about his NBA game. I'm telling you, look his YouTube workouts up. He do the same. He don't do nothing in a YouTube workout. Jim, <laughs> so you calling the boy Cardi T? <laughs> Cardi, Cardi, Cardio Ellie, man. Cardio Ellie, man. <laughs> Yo, I I really need somebody to like call in, uh, type in, message us, do something. Tell us why Tony Snell still collects a check in the NBA. Like seriously, I'd rather pay John Wall still. for staying home and making YouTube videos than paying Tony Snell to be still. on the floor for 13 minutes. Um, Why did, did Tony get, Snell ever do anything in the league? I mean, I, I remember Tony Snell being aight at one point back when, like, like he no. was at the Bulls or something. Or, no. or maybe I just remembered him because, I don't know, he looked you like – remember him from college, and he wasn't good he, in college. He looked like an a owl or something. I don't know. He looked like a dark-skinned John Cheney. Um, I don't know. Um, so our quote of the week, man. How you call him a dark skin John Cheney? Is this John Cheney or black and thin? <laughs> you seen Tony Snell? <laughs> the purple John Cheney. Um, quote of the week, man. Hopefully he makes about 14 tonight and we hold him to two or three. That is Seth Curry when asked if he'd like to see his brother Steph break the all-time three-point record against the Sixers on Saturday night. Now, going in, when he was asked this question, Steph needed 16, and he was playing against the Blazers. Um, you actually had fools out there, you know, acting like there was a chance that he could break the record against the Blazers that night. I think he ended up with about six, so he needs 10 to break the record now. Um, <laughs> at the time, he was wishing 14 on the Blazers, and – Maybe the Sixers holding him to two or three so he can see his brother do it um, in person but not actually be getting cooked by the chef in the process. So throw that all out. Um, shout out to the quote, but throw that all out. He needs 10. Do y'all think there's any chance that Steph gets 10 on Saturday night against your hometown, Philadelphia 76ers? Yeah. I mean – Definitely manageable. Count out Steph, but yeah, like for Steph, that's like you know that's that's light work. But I mean, if I was the, forced to make a bet, no. I'd bet against it. But me too, you know, me we, too. Yeah, we've probability seen is no. But for Steph, I would have bet the crib. Steph, hot. I'd have bet the crib. Yeah, Steph get hot, and uh, you know, <laughs> it's a wrap. Yeah, Steph get hot. It's kind of, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's kind of wild. So we'll see what the um we'll see what the rims and in, in the Wells Wells Fargo Center is talking about. Um, they need to put them get them turn the magnets on Yo, or something or whatever them do. I just want to share I just want to share something with y'all. Mm-hmm. Tony Snow has made fifty two million dollars in his career. 
right, Tony's going. Tony's, Tony's down rich. <laughs> Nothing. All right, so um, speaking of uh, NBA and uh, dudes getting rich and eating some rich cake, Zion is rumored at this point to weigh 330 pounds. I don't know if this is true. I don't think that's a rumor. Because we, we, we're, you know, cause we're definitely in the era of journalistic non-integrity where you can just go make up a story because – Stories like that can float, like something we talked about earlier. Russell Wilson, we talked about his, him waving his no-trade calls for these three teams. I forgot to actually mention while we were talking about it, Russell Wilson actually said, I didn't say this. None of this is true. I'm not thinking about this right now. Now, we've actually we, – we've also heard people say that in the past, and then two days later it happens. But, you know, I, I kind of take him at his word. He's saying this, this, this didn't happen. I never said any of this. Um, so Zion being rumored to weigh 330 when he's listed at 284. Now we know he weighs more than that, but do y'all think, I mean, we've seen photos of him. He was at a game the other night in street clothes, 330. Y'all think that that's possible? And if it is, how quickly is he throwing away his NBA? I think, I think that's light. I think he's over 330. Exactly. You said you think he played at it last year? B, you said over now? Yeah, I think yeah, he over yeah, three. Nah, Zion, he didn't play at three thirty. Yeah, he might have played. He might have played so, at three hundred. He over three thirty. He's like right three ten. All right, he played at three ten last year. I think uh, three ten. <laughs> right now, Zion about Zion about four bills right now. Nah, he ain't that big, but he 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 about three six. <laughs> he said he's three forty. Oh, he's six eight. I'm telling you that he is six. <laughs> Not. He ain't Jimmy hyping his height. He's six seven. No man, listen man. Like yo, he, 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 he's, all, he's shacking him. He's shacking him. He's shacking him. Uh, it's twenty twenty one, so the B Austin Shack is at least eight foot nine, six hundred and forty six pounds. <laughs> at least, yeah. At least minimum. No, but seriously, whether he's three hundred, three ten, if he's over three hundred right now. Yo, all three and, of us been to the Husky. Court, all three of which us means been to like, the Husky. Like you're not even out there working it. this stuff off. Like, what do y'all think he's doing he's to his career it. right now? He's living he, in New he Orleans. Eating. He's living in New Orleans. Living his life. He's eating good. He's living in New Orleans. He's finger banging the PS5, chilling, <laughs> dealing with the Becky. So like, they he's having an lap. amazing life. Talking about he's what he's having he an amazing up. life right now. You know he's what Zion needs, Jim? Zion needs for the NBA to go ahead and put that expansion team in London, and then he need to get traded there. I mean, over the last few decades, the food has gotten better, but overall, the food in, in, in England is, is trash. Yo, so that's where he needs to be. all that trash London food. But yo, um, that's, all, that's the only reason. I mean, remember, we used to go on well. a whole tangent just to talk about the smell of their airports, but that's yeah. not what we on today. Yeah, we talk about their pro. food today. He, he pro. Yeah, he throws smell like butt teeth. Yo, listen though, ten years though. It ain't um, worse than Paris. Smell like hoagie. Under. <laughs> Yo, um, the thing about it is, I think Zion is also having somewhat of like a, uh, you know, this is somewhat of him rebelling. He doesn't want to be here, so now he's like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm going to draw. But how and, do you and do this? Mess with your own health over that. Like just draw like Ben Well, he can still get listen, paid man, this he, way. Listen. Yeah, I mean, listen, between him and Ben, who's worse? But at this point, he has way more leverage. Ben, 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 because yo, at some ben, point, ben his rookie contract. 
benefits. His rookie contract is he Ben don't want to contend for a title though. He just wanna be on the team. You know, he don't want that pressure. But that's the thing, like But for Zion at some point his rookie deal is gonna be up. So he can already just threaten, like, I'm not gonna re sign with y'all. So he's he's good. He ain't, you know, Ben yeah, <laughs> on the whole yeah, other Cat's gonna be trying to wait for that. This is a new NBA. <laughs> Yo, Ben Simmons is another Ben Simmons is another letter in LTBTQIA. That's what he is. I thought it was letters after that. Yeah, um. people be talking about Zion. <laughs> My bad. Um, all, speaking of contracts and extensions, Bradley Beal says he's not ready to sign an extension yet with the Wizards. Um, he looks like he's trying to keep his options open. He said he kind of want to see how things play out. He's not in a rush. He, he, he's saying, you know, sometimes you have to be a little bit selfish, and, and that's what I'm um, – does that – I know that quote made – especially made some Sixers fans' ears perk up because then they st- – <laughs> shout, um, shout out to Billy Bake, a.k.a. Hank. Um, he went straight to the trade machine after he heard that quote, thinking, okay, it might still be some hope to get Brad Beal in Philadelphia. Um Y'all think there's any hope for that? And B, as a fan, would you even want that? He, ain't gonna be power in the he might shoot you out of the game, but he ain't gonna be no power and not shoot. Yeah, I think him. I did. Yo, see, there go Jimmy pressing on my fan button, and you threw Ben in. So now comparing Ben to Brad, yo, Bradley's <laughs> like a seventy-five thousand times the human being. That Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons is worse. Well, I mean, you would Ben have Simmons is worse than alien would, shit found on trade Mars. Trade will revolve around him. Yeah, I take Brad. Like, yeah, I take Bradley. I'm just saying all day long. Yep. I mean, I take the trade at this yeah. point. There's a lot of trades that I wouldn't have taken back then, but now that you know the hand is forced and both seem serious about not showing up, since he's getting fined like three hundred and sixty thousand dollars per game. Um. You know, Ish done got real. So some of the trades that I wouldn't have taken when I thought there was an, a chance, like, okay, Bull might come back. Oh, I'm taking a whole lot of them now. Still not taking a C.J. McCollum yeah. trade. And speaking of C.J. McCollum, man, the Blazers are on a roller coaster that is going downhill very, very fast. You know, they had uh, people in and out of the lineup. Damon's out of the lineup right now. C.J. McCollum has a collapsed lung. We don't know how long he's going to be out of the lineup. Um, They're losing at a clip that we're not used to. The rumors are flying saying that, um, you know, Dame wants to play with Ben Simmons. That was one of the rumors this week. Then it was more rumors that, you know, there's teams that that Damian Lillard might be interested in, just like Russell Wilson and just like he's been saying time and time again, he was like, yo, we live in a funny time where people just make up news stories. He's like, I haven't said any no. of this. I'm ten toes down. Um, you know, he's like, I'm in the office every day with Chauncey Billups trying to come up with solutions. So if I was trying to roll out and not be a part of that solution, why would I be in here making these solutions? But a lot of people, Jim, think the solution right now might be to get rid of him. Like one of those things, not even – so a lot of people are like I've heard rumors, not rumors, but I've heard speculation that maybe 
the Blazers aren't doing anything about this stuff because they're trying to push Dame to a point where he does ask out. Y'all think there's any validity in that? Because you do wonder, like, what the hell is Portland doing right now? I don't know about that. I mean, you could bring him in the office and say, look, it's best if we part ways because they're running on a treadmill at this point. Like I said earlier, I was, you know, talking to Tobias. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, they're not moving forward. Like, they're, they're, they're not moving forward at all. At this point, not only are they wasting his time, they're wasting their own time. But at the same time, we always talk about, Jim, like the way people want to be seen. And at this point, when Dame is pledging his allegiance to these dudes every week when the rumors come out, they're probably like, like we don't want to look like the ones who pushed him out of here. But they might have to go ahead and do a Minnesota Kevin Garnett. Like, Remember, Minnesota had to like push Kev out the door like, Kev, it's not going to happen for you here, dog. We got a trade for you. You need to accept this trade. Because contrary to popular opinion, and most of the popular opinion is just people trying to defend LeBron for, you know, what he did later on, the Celtics big three didn't come together the same way as the Miami big three. And Kevin Garnett, there had to be several, there had to be multiple attempts at this trade because he blocked it the first time. They had to convince him, like, dog, it's not going to happen here. Take the trade. Leave. Go to greener pastures. No pun intended, Celtics green. But um, you think that's going to end up being what they have to do with Dame Lillard? Because that's the only asset they have to actually get something in, in return to rebuild their team. Yo, and if he wants Dame to do cut, something, he got to get up out of here. Dame trying Dame, to be Dame cut from a different point. type of cloth, yeah. and, and I respect it. I do respect it. But go ahead and get you up out of there, man. But the team has to help. Dang, we get the point. You can always say, I want to stay here and build something and lead something on my own. But if the team ain't doing shit, you ain't going to have nothing to lead. They not. <laughs> you know they what not. I mean? And man, I like CJ McCollum's yeah. game. I like CJ, but he's like a step down to me on Bradley Bill. And we've already discussed Bradley Bill being the absolute amazing best bum in the league or – the absolute <laughs> worst superstar. Like he's a superstar, but he's still a bum at the same time. See, so that's somewhere the thing. in that CJ middle. CJ not even a superstar. Yo, more than yeah, I know. CJ you gotta step kill, down yo. Huh? I got chill. You be killing me. Yeah, you gotta chill. Yo, that's bum in the league. Yo, the bull, yo, the bull the put up, yo, Dev, the bull put up twenty nine a game, and Jimmy came on here and said he's still a bum. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but I, but I was drawn too, though. I was drawn too. Though. Listen, you, if you have a certain clip, right, in the league, you're at the highest level. Like, you're not a bum. You might not be the greatest superstar, but you're not a bum, though. Yeah, he's no, he's he not a bum. It's not that he's a bum, but he's done it. any of the guys that we Isaiah think Thomas of as being 30. class. Huh? He fell off earth. Isaiah Thomas, oh, the, the sec, the IT, the one they call IT, he averaged 30. Yeah. And he didn't fell off earth. And then left earth. Yo, but they said his his hip injury was like he's four eleven threatening slash degenerative. Yeah, he yeah, is. but at the same time, people weren't trying to pay him before the hip injury because he's just too small, and and everybody ain't yeah. Allen Iverson. You know what I mean? Because he offered yeah, nothing. He, not quick, he offered nothing. Yo, there was a there was another quote this week that I, I felt like should be get honorable mention for quote of the week. I thought it was powerful, yo, and I want to see what the Austin thinks about this, yo. Your man Michael Beasley said. Every ten seconds, another person comes into the world that can't guard me. <laughs> he's one of the greatest. Oh, he's one of the greatest. 
Yo, <laughs> yo, salute, yo, salute to Beasley. I believe you could have, would have been something, something I need special. Somebody that, didn't smoke that much. I need somebody that's really unguardable to say that. So give that quote to yo. somebody else. Yo, I think it's funny. I mean, that he said it. I mean, it should be really true. He made sure that you know, he. It should have been true. I mean, yeah. listen, yo, he had an infatuation with marijuana and Percocet, and he paid the price for it. Marijuana, <laughs> Percocet, marijuana, Percocet. I'm on everything. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of the, the Blazers, you know, rolling downhill, the Grizzlies are rolling uphill. Um, and I don't know okay. what happened after this, but I know uh, they had a streak of five straight games where they had never trailed. Five straight games with wildfire wins. One of, Moran, a, one of them was a guard in the league. One of them was a seventy-three. 73-point win over the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, when is the league going to step in to their situation and and fire their GM like they did the Sixers? Yo. Because this is worse. Yo. And don't give Ja credit because Ja's been gone for most of this. I think – I don't know if Ja played in any of those five games. Yo, I forgot about that, yo. Yo, we got – yo, 73 – yo, the Oklahoma City Thunder – nah, yo, hold on. Right. You, Before you step, we they go anywhere, in with, and did what they did anything. with the Sixers, and we weren't getting smacked like that. The process Yo, was before we do, listen, before we do it, nah, hold up, Dev, you can't say nothing. Jimmy, please, a moment. Yo, if you beat me by 73 points, one of two things have to happen. I gotta, I have to fight you, and it has nothing to do with you. Like it's not personal, but my pride, I have to fight you. Yeah, there has to be some and I have to quit. Some some suspensions. There has yeah. to be something after Yo, the game. You can't beat me by seventy three points. You can't. Be, you can't without do, without taking a cheap shot. Yo, my pride. All I want to do, man, is like send the rest in peace out to Young Dolph because this all started when he. You know, um, you know, trans- transition. This when the streak started. They're gonna win one for this Dolph. Listen, young Dolph. He definitely, he definitely was a Grizzly season ticket holder that set courtside. In fact, Yo. in Jai Rastafari's uh, rookie card, you could actually see Young Dolph like right behind him in his rookie card. He's sitting in the crowd. Young Dolph. That's, you know, that's what you young need. Energize, like who we need, who we need to get off, like Mark Lamont Hill. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Hart ain't real. Yeah, I mean, he don't even live in Philly. Mark Lamont Hill be at every day. I think we need him off. Damn. Shout out to him, though. Mark I mean, Lamont Hill not really that bright. He just mm. used big words. And, and, and his Yo, lady is a no former Mark, bison. Mark's my guy. Paul. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I like Mark, man. And like I said, and his lady I mean, he's my guy, bison. too. He's, I just said he's not bright. We got a lot of friends <laughs> that we love that ain't bright. <laughs> true. I true. ain't name no names. <laughs> Say they name, say they name, man. Because I know who I know who Dev thought about exactly when I said that. Hey, that's, hey, that's hey. a loved one. Hey, Jimmy. Out of all people, yeah. be talking about. I ain't gonna say no names. He say names every time we don't want him to say names. I know, I know, I know. I, 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 I ain't gonna say that name. name. I ain't gonna say that right. name, man. So before we get to what happened this week, while y'all want the Grizz naive, man, we're gonna go to the phone line. <laughs> We got the homie Tobias calling in from out in Arizona. What up, man? Roll damn tide. Roll damn tide. How's it going? 
Chilling, man. Ain't man. You know, we're sitting there, we're sitting there, you know, waiting for this Michigan football team to win this championship. <laughs> Shots fired. It ain't happening, bro. Hey, what's going to happen first? Michigan beats Alabama or uh, the NRA going to cake for black folks? Well, go with the other Michigan. Yeah, but, you know, uh, Y'all talk about, hey, I told I pay salaries. Let's say Baker Mayfield's contract coming up. What would I, I think if I'm the Browns, I was a hey, Baker, hit the market and see what comes back to us. Because right, you, you people, say that about every single player who's up for a contract. Like, you would have yeah, no people left yo, on to, your team. Yo, Tobias, Tobias don't want to pay nobody, yo. yo Tobias, you, you might as well go to your job and say, yo, keep my check. Yo, I don't Tobias would be that team that they would be forcing to spend money to stay away from the, the cap floor. You know how they got to the, have to spend a certain amount of money? He'd be that GM. Like, dude. <laughs> Here's the problem. People keep saying, well, if you let Baker go, who are you going to get? Well, hell, you the damn GM. Figure it out. That's a job. Uh-huh. Because he should be, because a good GM will be already playing this. Like, we know this guy ain't it. We should already start looking around for this guy and see him put a position to get that guy, maybe by trade. Or, you know, maybe they can trade for the uh, overhyped Russell Wilson. Yo, Tobias calling us from a tin can with a string on it tonight. <laughs> Hold on one second. Let me, let me get this real quick. There we go. Can you hear me better now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, I turned the Bluetooth we heard, real quick, but uh, just say, say, turning off the Bentley. Yo, <laughs> yeah, but I was saying was that uh, right, you know, really you gotta you gotta project to figure that stuff out. Like, I would have paid Mahomes. I would have paid Lamar, but Lamar dumbass got his mama out there being an agent. Bro, we can't do that. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Lamar, get a lawyer, sign the deal. Lamar was like, uh, Lamar was like, Rich Paul can do it. I'm sure my mama can do it. No Lamar slander. No Lamar slander, man. He looks he up yeah. the young boys get cheeks, man. Hey, I like Lamar, but I was like, I bet his mama look at that phone. I don't know who that is. I ain't answering it. It's probably the team saying, Hey, we'll pay your son. But uh kidding, but uh y'all were talking about like uh like you know I watched Alabama last week, right? And uh I hear all these folks crying about the playoff again. Well, hey, you had Georgia chance to beat this Alabama team for you better next year. You had their shot. Georgia lost the game. I don't want to hear no crying. But one thing I did say was, <laughs> if Alabama could block them, they'll win. And that that quarterback Stetson Bennett ain't gonna do it. And y'all saw why. You look at Stetson Bennett. You look at Bryce Young. Stetson Bennett won't even be invited to the combine. They probably ask him to park their car to go to the combine. But. Uh, but I, I thought that was a good game last week. He, and Bryce Young, the thing I liked about him was he don't have the greatest receiving core ever on the team with a great offensive line, injured running backs, all that. And, uh, and he showed up. <laughs> I saw your fun fact in the yeah. chat. He said Tony Snell was drafted by the Bulls in the first round. That was the, yeah. last, time I, that, that was the last time I thought Tony Snell was okay, though. But never, oh. like, you know. By, okay. by the way. But don't ask me what he did back then either, because I still couldn't tell you. I just thought he was okay. Oh, he would never get on the court. Never though, never played him for obvious reasons. Nah, but, his, uh... his, one of his years with the Bulls, he averaged nine point seven points a game. Yeah, maybe I that mean, was that the hell. Okay. And then, then they said no. Nah. Mike Wheatley had a good year, but uh, Wheatley oh, yeah. killed for y'all one time. <laughs> yeah, but y'all, y'all uh, hate you know, Tony Snell because he get paid to run suicide. Hey, I don't know. Tony Snell's <laughs> a Jason Hill of the. 
Tony Snell's a Taysom Hill of the NBA. He, we don't know no, what he, he does no well, but he keep getting paid. Cardi he ain't got no white privilege. <laughs> yeah, but I got into it with a Brady. I call it the Tom Brady box on Twitter, right? They said, oh, the offensive line's good because of Tom Brady. I'm like, what they got to do? Offensive co- line coach is great. And I'm like, what about the Patriots offensive line coach they had those years, Starnecchia, who would have been a Hall of Fame they put coordinators in? Yeah, where you get the ball out quick. And I'm like, uh, if your line can't block, if the ball ain't coming out quick, and you got to have a scheme designed to get the ball out quick. If you run a four verts, the ball ain't coming out quick or be picked off. I just think people get I mean, like lazy Tom Brady's always court. been like the the two yard demon. He just he just can throw. You know, he his his two yard timing routes be on the money, so cats can keep running after they catch it. Like you know, a lot of quarterbacks we know can't do that, even on the five yeah. yard routes. Like dudes got to be looking <laughs> at you and stationary and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, Scott just said Tony Snell balled Shut. in Atlanta, and 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 what you and what you saying, Dev? It hurts. Yeah, we averaged five really points hurts. in Atlanta. Yeah, what's guy you yeah, and, and y'all know people talk about, well, <laughs> uh, these other quarterbacks hold the ball too long. I'm like, look, if the team is winning, no one cares if he if he timed that quarterback with a sundial. Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, off the top of my head, they hold that ball, but the teams win. Yeah, uh, man, no, they ain't for one way to skin a cat. You know, no, no pun there, Ben Roethlisberger. Sorry about that. You and Deshaun. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but I'm a fan of teams, but I'm kind of sick of his fans. <laughs> you know, I'm like, they act like this guy just walked in. Everybody got better. I'm like, maybe the offensive line developed. There were a lot of young guys that got better. They got better coaching. How come we just can't do that? <laughs> you know, because I, I told the guy, perfect example. When y'all watch that Alabama-Auburn game, Bryce Young got hit so quick, you couldn't get the damn ball out. If the offensive line sucks, it doesn't matter, <laughs> you know. But I just think people give a lot of lazy narratives out there. Uh, all the time. That's what, that's what sports talk is about. Um, <laughs> and as I say that, I'm watching Dame Lillard again, trying to dispel all oh, the rumors and stuff. By the way, you think Dame y'all should, talk about Dame Lillard. Yeah, Scavy said Dame is gonna find his way to the Knicks. You think Dame gonna find his way out of there, or he's gonna stand by this? I said months ago Portland should blow it up, especially the next couple of drafts. You got game changing talent in the draft, and Portland is not a place. I've been to Portland before. Ain't nobody saying when they grow up they want to live in Portland. Uh, they ain't gonna trash yeah. about Portland. Dame about his bread. Portland, ain't nobody rebuilding. Y'all know why he want to stay? They said he's he. They said he want the two year, hundred and seven million dollar extension in July. Dame trying to make fifty oh a my. year, man. Dame trying to make yeah. over fifty a Yo, year. He like I ain't leaving. They got my whole life. Let me get this bread. Yo, ho, 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 and I take and I take that over the sports contract ever. Two for one hundred seven million. Two for one hundred seven. I ain't leaving him already. No, that's the greatest contract. Yeah. No, that's the greatest well, contract ever. Because you're not, you're not tied in. You're not tied in. You're yo. making 50 M here. Yo, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna say this straight up and down. I'm gonna be happy. No home, no home mo. I love Dane. Love him. <laughs> yo, y'all got to do something about these contracts, dog. You can't Dang, say that man fifty said. million a year. Yeah, yeah I'm sure Tobias ain't paying that. Yo, hold up though. Tobias is not. Oh, I pay him because he's good. 
I want to give a Michael Porter Jr. $200 million. Dollars. 50 something a year? That's like what? 50 and a half now, a year? I, honestly, I want to pay him now at this age, I little roll, but he, he I want to pay Michael Porter Jr. Hey, I want to give Michael Porter Jr. $200 million, though. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, Dame is trying to fund his next five projects. So, two years, yeah, $107 but, million. I, I would be Tony Snell. I'll be running up and down the court just smiling, not doing nothing. <laughs> hey, yeah. but, but you know what, though? But I, I was saying months ago, like, they should blow it up because you're not – if you're not – you're not – because your team is locked. Because you're paying – like, they got – I think it's like $90 million tied up with Lillard, McCollum, and some guy named Norm Powell. Uh, you know, <laughs> why guy. we paying Norm Powell? It's like, who the hell's Norm Powell? But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, and they got Nurkic. You might got to trade him. Because, some, like, those markets like Portland, you're going to have to blow it up and just and try to go young with a draft and trade for somebody because you're not attracting a free agent. And just the way it is. And I, and I, it, yeah, that's probably what Portland wants to do. Well, if they want to trade them, Portland wants I, I would Dame, trade them too. Dame, like, fuck you, pay me. Give me my money. I ain't trying to hear none of that. And I don't blame Dame. But the, money. you know the crazy part, the media, like this hot take media, they, they expect players to say, well, don't take the money. Go try for a chance Dame, to win a title. Dame is putting them in a position. Now that he's come out publicly and says he wants the two years – Hundred and seven million that's coming to them. Get them out. They say no, and they don't do the extension, and they, you know, trade them, push them out, or whatever. They, you just said they don't get free agents. They're never gonna have a shot at a free agent because people are gonna be like, man, this dude was so loyal to y'all, and y'all got rid of him, and he wasn't done yet. So it's all I'm telling you. Dame, players Dame, hold Dame, all Dame the power now, man. Done. They gonna have to pay this boy one hundred and seven million over the next two years. Just to look just to be attractive to free agents. <laughs> they ain't but, but here's the problem, Dev. No matter how nice they treat him, these guys ain't signing up to move to Portland unless they ain't no other option. Hey, but they, they can't take that chance. They still gonna be held hostage. Uh, <laughs> like they can't Dame take that be a, Dame, Dame, Dame about to be a wealthy ass loser. <laughs> Portland yeah, I ain't mad at but see like like the media always say, Oh, they value money over championships. You damn right they value money over championships. There's a lot of guys with rings right now sleeping in a homeless shelter or under a bridge. You take the money. <laughs> if the ring happens, the ring happens. All man, right, man. <laughs> we oh. we you we holler at you Before next I week. Before I go. Oh, you got something I have to say. My, although my Chicago Bulls are for real, and we may come back to East, I blame OBJ for the Bulls' COVID outbreak because they, because they blame OBJ for everything else in the world. Don't blame him. But uh, I'm like, fella, take the damn vaccine, please. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, now he's to the – he yeah. went from – in like three weeks, he went from, we're going to make the playoffs to we might come out the East. I see you, boy. I see you. Let's go, boy. How about brother? Hey, I believe, brother. Hey, right, I'm telling y'all right now, man. I believe. Hey, y- 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 y'all got to cut me a break on the bad Bulls basketball I watched where they said they wanted more to be younger and more athletic, and they traded for Rondo and Wade. All right. I ain't cutting you no break. You cut me a break. Right. Hey, you got to cut Yeah. You got to cut hey, me a break for Fire uh, Thibodeau for, for Fred Hornberg. Everything hey, you guys have a great day. For the Bulls. Won the championship last year. I ain't cutting you no breaks. All right, man. Hey, roll time, B. Austin. <laughs> <laughs> this boy
get like nine championships in one season. He's talking about cut me a break. Yo, he was like, yo, the Bulls, <laughs> we might make the playoffs this year. Now he's like, we might come out of the East. Yeah, he's yo. coming out of the East now. <laughs> <laughs> coming out of the East. Oh, my God. Danger. To the East, my brother, to the East, my brother, to the East, my brother, to the East. Come on. <laughs> Yo, my bad. I didn't hear everybody talking over y'all said. Oh no, I was saying what happened this week for everybody. <laughs> everybody was on the Oh y'all y'all y'all, y'all, y'all I'm like, yo, what's going on? Anyway, what happened this week while you want to go on this book you about digital extreme technologies? So you and your busy sure. the custom website, yo, I'm digital extreme tech dot com or call two six seven two zero five four two zero three and go ear but you gotta add the ear and you get a discount. Simple as that. Yo, it's time to talk about what happened this past week while you were on the Grizz Nye. Yo, um, Jalen Rose, right? Everybody knows he was, um, you know, married to Molly. But Jalen himself has filed for divorce from Molly, and allegedly they've been separated for about a year. You know. know, My first question is, which one of them uh, football players was a a guest on the show? You know what I'm saying? Split that and Jalen found out about it. Because, you know, she lived in the show. Yeah, they don't really live in the same place. Like, she living. She actually moved to Bristol, so she out in, you know, headquarters. Headquarters. She don't even get the fancy headquarters out in L.A. The new headquarters. So she out in Bristol. So there's some lonely, lonely, cold nights in Bristol. So I'm thinking something happened. Um, yo, for you a dude know. to file? Nah, this is right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like me, she me, didn't even file. Like he filed. Let me, let me, so let me, let me set my gave, She gave somebody one filed. of them, uh, them uh, ESPN cafeteria tours that. Went too long and, and spilled over yeah, man. outside of the building. <laughs> yo, Dev says he out here drinking milk. You out of pocket, yo. But, um, <laughs> out of glasses. And it's the yo. thick milk, the heavy cream. <laughs> yo, yo, that's. She on that nog. Milk, by the way, for anyone listening. <laughs> yo, she she had had some egg that is not Jimmy. Yo. <laughs> yo. Anyway, um. <laughs> So he gave, so he either, had some eggnog or was uh, given some eggnog. Yo! That, hold up, though. But there's another, another alternative, man. If a dude fought, is either back or he got something real nice that he's going to pop right back up with. We'll see. If he popped right back up with something else, that's what it would be. Dude, I think it's a case of both. He gonna, he, he, it, it's both. He's going to pop up with it's gonna something be like, nice. Yo, it's going to be like the day that's finalizing, like Maria Taylor. No, no. <laughs> I was about to ask y'all if she's going to be black or no. What is Molly, anyway? Yeah. I think she like, um, she's it, not. She's Indian she's or something. She's French. Yeah, I think she like, I was, about to, I was about to say Cuban. I was about to call something. I'm making it all up, though, so, you know, forgive me. I mean, her last name is Karen. But she's something. So, yeah. She's Egyptian, Indian. She's something. <laughs> she's Brazilian, Kazakhstan. <laughs> one, one, one of them six, five countries. Um. <laughs> Yeah, man. So, so, uh, you know, shout out to them. Shout out to them. Hope everything works out. Yo, another story real quick. Michelle Beadle. Look, I remember Michelle Beadle, the weird chick that used to do basketball, ESPN. Well, she mm-hmm. said that LeBron tried to get her fired because he wanted to get, um, you know, his homie hooked up with the gig. She, and everybody speculating that LeBron was trying to get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people were speculating that LeBron was trying to give uh, Rachel Nichols a job, and that's why he wanted Beadle out. 
But, yeah, uh, well, you know, Vito, now, she, she said herself. She was like, I think he had a person at the network that he wanted to be the host of, you know, the show that she was. Um, she was like, he does not like me. And I honestly have stopped trying to figure out why. She said, for some reason, it goes back years. I've been around Maverick, Hart- Maverick Carter. He refused to shake my hand. And I have no idea why. So this is one of those things. Y'all know Bron knows all. And y'all know, he, you know, he and his camp are a little bit sensitive to criticism so she can't fathom why so that's saying you know if she never said anything crazy about him on the air she must have said something crazy about him you know around somebody and it got back to him so she's going to act like she doesn't know why because we don't have anything public to point to but she probably know she probably know what it is you know? yeah but she you know, know what it is didn't like her anyway a lot of people didn't <laughs> like her i mean yeah. you know that's the word in the street but with all that being said she was she wasn't you know she wasn't out. drinking the eggnog we are, you know, <laughs> we all know how it worked out for uh, for Rachel Nichols, by the way. And what's up with all the players loving Rachel Nichols, man? Like I, I heard the Jimmy Butler rumors. She think, be drinking the eggnog. <laughs> Yo. Yo. <laughs> Yo, you got to change the name of this episode, the eggnog. Eggnog. Hold <laughs> on, episode the eggnog. Yo, um. <laughs> the nog. Austin's out of Austin's out of pocket, y'all. Man, it's that time of season. Let's see. I'll be awesome. Turn your story in the Former NFL player Glenn Foster Jr. died while in police custody. Damn. Who? All right. So I I don't know too much about this, but they said he was arrested after reportedly driving twice the speed limit through a rural Alabama community. Then he wound up in jail where he allegedly beat up another prisoner while trying to steal socks. Then they said he showed signs of mental instability during a court appearance. Um, the judge ordered him held for an evaluation just hours before he died in custody. So what the hell happened to homie, you know, in police custody that he died? Because like, I didn't see anything there that said he was near death in any way. Mental instability? Yeah, you know, fine. He's an ex-football player. A lot of them got that. <laughs> but... Why is he dead? Like, what are we going to find out about this? And this is Alabama, so, you know, answer wisely. He black. He black. Might have, might have, one of their daughters might have got some eggnog from him. (laughs) Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Yeah, well, he was clocked doing 92 miles per hour in a 45 mile per hour zone. We all done did that. So that's how this, but but it goes from a traffic stop for speeding to now this guy is is dead. So <laughs> got a funny oh, feeling this story ain't me. over. We're going to find out, Yo, you know, something sooner or later. The, I don't even think playing in the NFL is worth it, and that's knowing the kind of revenue they make. It's not worth it, y'all. Right. I mean, it's not NFL worth revenue, the players don't get paid that much. Well, to be excuse me, going through with I they, guess the salaries. Know. I should say not re- not revenue, but, but the salaries. Unless you a quarterback, it ain't worth it, y'all. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't worth it, y'all. Like these dudes, like these dudes, like don't be knowing their family's names. They be losing their mind. Like it, it's yo, it just ain't worth it. They be getting stopped and getting shot by the cops. 
So the agents make more money than the players. So by the time they pay their agents and taxes and all that, and you know, then they go home, they don't know who their wife's name. They can't like, yo, I was watching the Jim McMahon. Like, it ain't worth it, yo. Anyway, that's a side note. Anyway, um, speaking of Alden Smith, right? He just got arrested for a DUI, causing injury. You know, he got that's a felony. Like, so stop with your man Alden Smith. Yeah, they said this happened Monday night. Um. As of Tuesday afternoon, he was still in custody. His bond had been set at fifty grand. Um, you remember Alden Smith, all the potential he entered the the, the league with, um, you know, usual cowboy type dude. But uh, this is, you know, he's not new to to these off the field issues, these off the field situations. Now I'm not sure exactly what the injury was that he caused to whoever, um, but. Yeah, like Jim said, that's that's a felony. And for somebody who's had some strikes in the past, they're probably not going to try to go easy on this dude. And he's an NFL free agent, so he doesn't really have a team that's going to go to bat for him and and keep him out of maximum trouble. So I don't know, man. <laughs> well, well, that'll be true. <laughs> Listen, and this is how crazy it is out here, man. Remember y'all guys remember Cade McNown? Yeah. Well, Cabig now, his wife was arrested for stealing luxury goods. So, you know I mean? She out there, you know, laying the theft game down. Um, I mean, can you blame her? You know, Husband was a bust. They got to get some money somehow. <laughs> yo, the whole grind, yo, yeah. yo, the whole grind this week is about, like, divorce, death, DUIs, and theft. Yo. Death. Right, yeah. So, so they said she works as a stylist, right? And she was arrested following an investigation that said she allegedly stole designer items such as purses, clothing, and jewelry from Sydney Holland. Um, this is somebody she had uh, worked with. Uh, Holland is a philanthropist and um, said they had picked up some of her belongings, um, which were going missing. Well, actually, she started to realize that some of her belongings had started to go missing over the course of a few months, uh, even seeing a few pieces online. So Kay McNown's wife was, you know, <laughs> she was stealing stuff and then throwing it online for sale. And this person realized. So now you know, hey, she's been arrested. Hey, Kay should have done better. She wouldn't have to do this. If you wasn't a bum, yo, <laughs> your wife wouldn't be a thief. Yo, she straight taking stolen goods to the Facebook marketplace to she got a problem, <laughs> Hey, Facebook Marketplace is crazy. Didn't y'all somebody send a, a, a joint to the chat Yo, about that? Yo, yeah, that was me, dog. Some, yeah, yeah, the boy, yeah. The boy tried to sell a gold chain in, in, in New York. They had the boy meet him at the barbershop, and the boy pulled up with the toolie and was like, Yo, I ain't paying for it. Give it to me. Stuck up the whole we on shop. Camera. Yo, <laughs> let a shot off in the joint. On camera, let a shot off. Probably robbed like, everybody yo. in that joint. And that's the crazy part about it, though. Dude, like, I mean... You know, you putting stuff like that on the internet is probably the first mistake. But as far as selling something, instead of letting somebody come to your house, you know, you go to a public place for a lot of people. So you probably really thought, and, and a barbershop, you probably really thought you were safe. There's always dudes in the barbershop. Yo, all the them cop, be acting like the they cop tough. John said, no, the cop said the dude actually did the right thing. You're supposed to meet people. He's like, but at this point, because of how crazy the world is right now, uh-huh. meet people at the police station. That probably won't matter either. <laughs> That probably yeah, you right, yo, unless you yo, do it inside the police station. Yeah. I don't know. But yo, cats that clap at cops these days, bro. Yo, cats clap at cops, like, yo, you know what I mean? You know what I would, if yeah. I sold something online, Jim, 
I'd be like, meet me at the courthouse. You got to come in. You got to uh, go through the metal detectors. Meet me at the courthouse. Yeah. And you right, you know, right in the lobby of the courthouse. We we do our deal right there. Yeah, my thing is, yo, send me, me a pay, send me a PayPal and give me an address. I'll mail it to you. I'll mail it to you. <laughs> All right. I don't want nothing to do with you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, man, that's what happened this past week while you were on the, the Grizz Naive. Before we get out of here, Dev, uh, let's talk about this date in sports history. Which is brought to you by Sports the Book, SPO. Make sure you get your copy. Written by War Room's own Jimmy the Blueprint. You can do that at warroomsports.com or sportsthebook.com, or you can just simply do an Amazon uh, search for that content. But make sure you pick up that content and you support this movement. Y'all know what it is. December 9th, 1984, Los Angeles Rams running back Eric Dickerson rushes for 215 yards, which gave him the single-season rushing record of 2,100 and five yards. Will this feat, not the 215, but the, because he still holds the single season rushing record, right? Is that ever going to be broken? Does People it? have come close. I don't know. Yeah, he does. Know close my he does. No, I think they came oh, I close. Thought, I, thought, I think AP yeah, was like boy, 10 yards from it or something. I think Derek Henry would have did it this year if he ain't Eric. <laughs> as much as they give him the rock. Like, yeah. Yo, yeah, he's still just like five games. You still like third in league and record. He still he still holds it, two thousand one hundred five yeah. yards. The thing is, I googled it and it has twenty one oh five and it has him in the in the caption, but it has Derrick Henry on the thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they already know what it is. <laughs> this is the next. He's the next dude up. All right, so yeah, so he, he, he still holds on, that. I think as time goes on, Eric Dickerson becomes more and more like underrated. Like he's forgotten about. But right. he was definitely one of the greatest running backs to ever play. But as time goes on, he's like, you know. So almost like do y'all think him, the record will ever be broken? Like, because you do sport. have yeah. Eric Henry, who's the possibility, but the league has gone away from just mashing the ball so much. It's like if he doesn't end up doing it, like, we got to wait another generation so, so for on one hand, it to be so difficult to wait so, for a running so, back. So the, uh-huh. the, pros, the pros in favor of Derrick Henry – Smashing it is just he's he's from that that planet that we are from like before we got to Earth. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. If yeah, you know, you right. know. That's 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 a part of it. But then against it, they don't run the ball the way they did. Like nowadays, someone getting the rock twenty times in a I got, game I got a hot is like that's big news. Yo, Scott, you asked if Molly Karen was Arabian. Is <laughs> she Arabian? <laughs> no, yo, she's Albanian, I gotta, I gotta, she's Albanian yo, and Italian. Yo, I got I got to take for y'all. The record's going to be broke. We need broke by a quarterback. <laughs> that, Shot, that's that's possible. Get your hair right. And the fans and the fans are going to love the guy because they're going to think that. Yo, Lamar Jackson going to break his record, yo. <laughs> no, Lamar's starting to trust his arm too much. Yeah, I know. Big trust. Woof the woof. Big trust. <laughs> All right, man. That's what happened uh, this week in sports history. Eric Dickinson did his thing. And uh, the Sixers and Jazz about to tip it off. Let's get the hell out of here so I can watch this. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody who got through, that you can get through. We apologize. Man, tune in next week live right here on demand. Catch you up on everything going on in the world of sports. 
So until then, enjoy your sports week, man. Please stay safe out here. See you next time we're on. Catch all of our conversations, all of our webcasts, podcasts, all of our content, everything at warroomsports.com. Even the book, Sports the Book, can be found at warroomsports.com. But until next time, everybody's going to accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. See you chumps on top. Eggnog. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.